0: Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. It is 2019, motherfuckers. Oh my God. First of all, yesterday I couldn't curse because I had family over. They're very amazing. I love them all. It was good to be surrounded by everyone. Party. You know, when that ball drops, party. Yeah and playing super nintendo classic, you know. You could play Donkey Kong. We all played Street Fighter. I don't know if you could hear it on the podcast. <coughs> so about a year ago in March, I started this podcast. Don't all clap at once. I wish I wish I had my interface on. Here's the thing with the interface. I got a new computer. I love the new computer interface in it don't really react well so i gotta find something i love doing this on the phone i just can't do the voice um you know um what's a good word to use for that that which i do the voice um um uh, thinking of olympics here you know um uh ugh, i don't know uh the the voice athletics you know the where i'm adding all the echo and the different voices and evil and good and bad and the church lady of course you know and the thunderous roar of laughter but then at the same time <clears throat> some of my favorite shows have not had a laugh track so come on you know weeds didn't have a laugh track oh god when weeds was good it was good you could not believe some of the shit that they were doing. I mean, one of my favorites was where um, Celia's daughter—you know, she's a lesbian—and she realizes this at a young age. And that—and there are parents like that. said, uh, and I know a few who are a little scary uh, I, that I used to work with. And you know, oh, you're not really gay. You don't know. You haven't experienced. Well, if they say that they are, you need to believe them. And I love it where she's like, you cannot be gay just because you don't want to lose weight. What? The daughter's like, what? The only girl you should be liking is Jenny Craig. I know you think about lesbianism and you think you look at the L word and you think and Rosie O'Donnell. But that is not where lesbianism is going, Isabel. And then the mother says something very kind of, um, I won't repeat because I don't like it, but it's, it's the writing. It's like, oh my God. And you're looking at Elizabeth, um, not Elizabeth Moss. That's a different show. Um, you're looking at Elizabeth Perkins and thinking, oh my God, you had to say that. Yeah. You know? About a year ago, the one thing that I couldn't stop podcasting about was how I hated Three Billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri. I hated it. I thought it was a piece of shit. I still think it's a piece of shit. I will not watch it again. If you paid me $2 million, I would watch it. But that's all. <coughs> this money talks, bullshit walks, motherfuckers. Now, I'm a big Frances McDormand fan. I love her. I love. I've seen many of her films blood simple was a a little rough around the edges um but here's the thing i fell in love with the her characters watching fargo nothing beats the pregnant cop in fargo not even that ebbing missouri three billboards character when she won for that i was it's you're conflicted you're like oh i love francis mcdormand but oh that movie sucked You know, it's like, God, you already won the Oscar for Fargo. You were so freaking good in Fargo. Oh, yeah. It's like when her character would come on screen, you just couldn't wait. You couldn't wait for what she was going to do. That's what 2019 is about for me. Honesty. You cannot wait. And I and I, you know, I've been lifting and walking and I need to step it up you know and this is about 2019 is rebuilding not from the past but from the ground up rebuilding from the ground up this is what this show is going to be about I'm going to call it rebuilding from the ground up one hamburger at a time you know but solutions it's like okay I hit a brick wall with that that brick wall has lasted it's time to you know let it let it flow you know um yeah. And also always this I always have this need to go out and I do. I don't know how I'm going to, you know. I wish there were like better places that I could go see live music in town because you can't always drive to you know, see Metallica in Sacramento or San Francisco. You you just can't. It sucks. And I'm I'm going to be honest because we're living in a world of honesty. You know, and I have a money candle. I do, and I light it because I want to win money. But I want, but not just that. I also light it because I know my self-worth. And I want to work hard at money. So winning it, working hard, I would much rather work hard for it. If someone gave me an opportunity, I'm opening doors because it's 2019. Let's open doors, people. What is this attached? Oh, okay. I'm opening doors because I want to, you know, rebuild my best self and keep rebuilding. Because when I first did fitness, I was not satisfied. I kept wanting it to be bigger. I kept wanting it to look perfect, and that's that's what you strive for: is the continuation. You know, it's never it's never good enough, but you keep you can keep climbing up that hill until you feel oh, okay. I keep wanting climbing, you know, it's a continuous process, opening doors, people, you know, I want to do this show, I mean, I don't want to do stand-up, but I think I might have to, to make some money, you know, some security, but at the same time, you know, it's like, okay, is this show? Is this show really a blanket? Is this my Linus blanket? Because I, I so relate to Linus Van Pelton from from uh, Peanuts, Charlie Brown. I really do. I have so many security blankets, it's not even funny. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say this show is a crutch. This, this show has really... It, it takes me back to the days of public speaking, you know? When I was in college and I took a public speech speaking class... And my professor, who was just so amazing and so cool, too. That's the thing. And I've talked about her many times, how much of the utmost respect I have for her. I also took her because my mother was a professor at this college, and I could not take my mother. I could have, but I didn't want to (laughs) because that's just awkward. And I got to take this amazing professor. I'm not going to say her name on here because this is my show. If she wanted to come on, we could talk about the 60s. Great. Um, we were talking about music and things in between. I remember one time I was talking about Clockwork Orange and she says to me, honey, I used to talk like that. I went, oh, that made me want to go out and buy the book. I had seen the movie numerous times. I'm looking at the NASDAQ that she's telling me about and highlighting it in my book. So much so that, um, oh, it was a big pothead um, in college. But I made it, you know. I made it through, and I and I got okay grades. Toward the end, I got better grades because I went off of it. Um, I remember I had a black light in my room, and I had a black light poster, big Jim Morrison black light poster. I'd look at him at night and go to sleep. But also, this black light would do things such as when you have a book that's been highlighted by a highlighter, that book glows. It glows. It doesn't blow. It glows. Yes, it glows. And, you know, those are just some of the things I'm multitasking that I want to talk about. But, yeah, we're this is 2019. Yeah, last year was okay, you know. It had its moments. Then I'm starting to analyze things, and I'm looking in the mirror like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, 2017 should have been a wake-up call. When you get on an airplane and the tray table, it's like, oh, God. And you think back, God, if only we had been at this moment when I was, you know, in 2011, when I was just fancy free, you know. <laughs> and depression led to that. Depression, depression is a bitch, I got to tell you. And it's hard to like kind of, oh, second guess yourself. I don't want to do that. It's too hard. That's how I started to think. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong with me? I mean... I used to pride myself, and I would work out every day. I would eat right, you know. I would fuck right, and I would go home, you know. Go to work and, you know, have my fun afterwards. And I want to get back to that. And, and people say, oh, it doesn't matter how you, what, what, how you weigh. That's actually bullshit. It does matter because it is a mental fucking thing. It is a mental thing. When you've been there and back... It's a mental thing. I'm going to tell you. People can write it off and say, oh, it's not. It's all. It's, uh. And then they realize, yeah, it's all in your head. Hello. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the doctor's Zeus podcast 2019. It's all about just building. Opening doors. It's going to be cold tonight. But those of you who are on the East Coast and in the Midwest, I know. It's colder. I ain't even going to complain, okay? What are these? Shortbread. These are for the dogs. Our dogs don't eat that. Um, okay. What do we got here? I could use some tea. I love the Keurig. I got to get paid, and then I'll get more. That's the thing about this show. We're gonna talk about that I worked very hard. I worked very hard. And every day I watch that revenue. I watch that, okay, the the money is going up, okay. I, I listen to my performance. Where can I make improvements? If I made myself laugh, I'm good. If I made myself go to sleep, then fuck me. Um... I wanna give a shout out to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. They wrote me a very beautiful letter. I'm gonna keep it private because it's for me, it's not for the audience. Um, you know, and it really, it, uh, that letter and then my cousins and then a few of my friends who just love what I'm doing. And it's like, oh my God, you're so hilarious. You're so you're so creative in this, you know, and I tell them, hey, I trained to be an actor. It didn't happen. You know, Uh, I I think I wanted it, you know, like to say to everyone, hey, look at me, bitch. Look at me, fuckers. But it didn't work. You know, there are people who remain nameless who told me I'm not going to say who they are. They wanted to go into acting to tell everyone, hey, fuck you, I did it. And I'm thinking that's not what it's about. It is about creating characters. It's about saying, "Hey, this is not me every day, but it can be on screen." You know? Or as I always likened it to playing dead. You're playing dead. You are not home right now. The character is home. And you got to be careful how you do it cuz then it can be wooden. A good example of this is, look at someone like Angelica Houston, comes from a big film family. A lot of people don't realize, you know, she did not have success right away. Here's what happened. Her father, the late, great John Houston, decided to put her... I think it was about the Hundred Year War or something. It was a movie about lovers. She originally had wanted to do Romeo and Juliet, but instead did her father's movie, which was a learning experience. It opened doors for her. It was a building experience. See where I'm going with this? And her performance was so wooden. Let's just say she could have related to Sofia Coppola. Okay. Um, But that's not why she went into directing. But anyway, aside from the fact. um, Angelica Houston didn't really act after that for a long time. She did a lot of modeling. She was in a lot of Richard Avedon photos. They looked at her as this Mona Lisa type of character. She started dating Jack Nicholson. She would appear, you know, and do guest spots, testing the waters with... You know, Laverne and Shirley. Rest in peace, Penny Marshall. And then in the 80s, Angelica decided it's time to come back. And she came back. Her father was gonna do a film, and she thought, okay, you know, now I'm gonna do another film with him. Let's let's see what happens. Pritsies honor. She played this mob daughter. Very, very fascinating, very, very sensuous. Very, very calculating. And it was as if she had been learning and watching. Hey, when when your boyfriend is Jack Nicholson, you learn a lot about acting. When your father is John Houston, the director and actor, and your brother Tony Houston, come on, you're gonna learn. And she learned, she learned a lot. And ended up winning an Academy Award. Trying how old was she then? She, I think she was in her 40s when she won for um, Pritzi's Honor. And that shows you, you know, she was not young, young, young. She was um, Angelica Houston. And from there on, built this very illustrious, successful film career. Even became a director. Um, directed Bastard Out of South Carolina, if These Walls Could Talk, I think she, yeah, she did that one. And then um, Agnes Brown, which she directed. Uh, originally, she wanted Rosie O'Donnell to play the character, and Rosie couldn't. My favorite, though, is The Witches. She was playing the Grand High Witch, and it was just crazy. <laughs> and then you have... Um, Morticia Adams in the Adams family which was so perfect. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. She's look at think of all the doors that she's opening. At the same time, she left Jack Nicholson who was, you know, a big womanizer and ended up marrying, you know, um, what was his name? He was a sculptor too. Robert Graham who unfortunately is dead now. And fell deeply in love and married him. So when one door closes, another one opens. I've had to close many doors. New ones are opening. Yesterday I talked about, you know... I hadn't seen that bird in four years. And I remember I went out... And... should be more than that. And... Um, It was like it was calling to me. It was a beautiful, beautiful moment between me and the bird. This hasn't happened in five years. And I thought, okay. The last time I saw this bird, I was conflicted about things. Now I understand. The bird's telling me, look. I'm giving you some power, okay? I'm going to go fly away because the bird... Those hawks are so beautiful and yet so, um, so, uh, intimidating. And at first I didn't think it was real. I thought, what is that on the line? Oh, that's the hawk. And it wasn't intimidating anymore to me. I thought, whoa, that's beautiful. And I want to take a picture of it and it flew away like it knew my plan right there. It knew... My plan. And so, that's what this show is about. Opening doors. Gotta close some bad ones, though. (sighs) In a Dr. Zeus podcast, I've been doing this. It's like going to therapy for me. For years, people would say to me, go to therapy. I almost became a shrink. So, here I am, you know. When I embraced fitness, oh my God. I I was able to do things I never thought I could do, you know, personally and professionally. So, yeah, I want to I want to not get back to that. I want to learn from that and grow, build the mountain because I want to be a fucking mountain. Shit. You know what I mean? So here's 2019 people. You know, and also walking away from things. Things. I've walked away from things before. I may have to do it again. I don't want to, but it's like, hmm. you know, what I'm currently doing, I may have to walk away from it. Because it's just like, it's not fulfilling. I get fear thinking, oh, I have to go back. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. Some more doors need to open, and I need to make them open. I can't just wait around, oh, they won't hire me because of this. Fuck that. I'm so so done with that thinking. Here's another thing, people. (sighs) I'm going to say this, and this is going to piss some people off. When I left my job in 2016, I would only been there two weeks. I was making a lot of money. I went to another job. I was making about minimum wage, but I knew the 90 days. That's when you get the raise. Okay. So here's the thing. If you're holding it, Oh, I don't want that job. It pays less than I made. It's a job. You need to fucking take it that they are not like potato chips. You have to get the one that, even if you don't like it, you got to capture it. You need money. Now I sound like fucking Susie Orman. You need money, honey, okay? You can't compromise. Get the job, and after the 90 days, you'll get the raise, okay? Yeah. This is Susie Orman. What the fuck do you want, 2019? I've told you bitches, you need to pay yourself first, okay? Bye. And that's why we had Suzy Orman on briefly. So this is 2019. Let's build and open doors. Okay? Unpleasant dreams. Oh, and finally. I'm giving a cup of shut the fuck up to this administration. Because uh, you need to, the wall is not going to get built. You need to stop holding everyone with their hands tied for your fucking wall. It ain't going to work. Elizabeth Orin, Warren, release us! Oh, unpleasant dreams. Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. It is 2019, motherfuckers. Oh my God. First of all, Yesterday I couldn't curse Because I had family over They're very amazing I love them all It was good to be surrounded by everyone Party You know when that ball drops Party Yeah And playing Super Nintendo Classic You know You could play Donkey Kong We all played Street Fighter I don't know if you could hear it on the podcast (coughs) so about a year ago in march i started this podcast don't all clap at once i wish i wish i had my interface on here's the thing with the interface i got a new computer i love the new computer the interface in it don't really react well so i gotta find something i love doing this on the phone i just can't do the voice um you know um what's a good word to use for that, that, which I do the voice, um, um, uh, thinking of Olympics here, you know, um, uh, I don't know, uh, the, the voice athletics, you know, the, where I'm adding all the echo and the different voices and evil and good and bad and the church lady, of course, you know, and the thunderous roar of laughter. But then at the same time, <clears throat> some of my favorite shows have not had a laugh track. So come on. You know, Weeds didn't have a laugh track. Oh God. When Weeds was good, it was good. You could not believe some of the shit that they were doing. I mean,. One of my favorites was where um, Celia's daughter, you know, she's a lesbian, and she realizes this at a young age, and that and there are parents like that. said, uh, and I know a few who are a little scary uh, I, that I used to work with, and you know, oh, you're not really gay, you don't know, you haven't experienced. Well, if they say that they are, you need to believe them, and I love it where she's like. You cannot be gay just because you don't want to lose weight. What? The daughter's like, what? The only girl you should be liking is Jenny Craig. I know, you think about lesbianism and you think, you look at the L word and you think, and Rosie O'Donnell, but that is not where lesbianism is going, Isabel. And then the mother says something very kind of, um... I won't repeat because I don't like it, but it's, it's the writing. It's like, oh my God. And you're looking at Elizabeth, um, not Elizabeth Moss. That's a different show. Um, you're looking at Elizabeth Perkins and thinking, oh my God, you had to say that. Yeah. You know, about a year ago, the one thing that I couldn't stop podcasting about was how I hated Three Billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri. I hated it. I thought it was a piece of shit. I still think it's a piece of shit. I will not watch it again. If you paid me two million dollars, I would watch it. That's all. <coughs> this money talks, bullshit walks, motherfuckers. Now, I'm a big Frances McDormand fan. I love her. I lo- I've seen many of her films. Blood Simple was a, a little rough around the edges. Um but here's the thing. I fell in love with the her characters watching Fargo. Nothing beats the pregnant cop in Fargo. Not even that Ebbing Missouri 3 billboards character. When she won for that, I was it's you're conflicted. You're like, "Oh, I love Frances McDormand, but oh, that movie sucked." You know, it's like, God, you already won the Oscar for Fargo. You were so freaking good in Fargo. Oh, yeah. It's like when her character would come on screen, you just couldn't wait. You couldn't wait for what she was going to do. That's what 2019 is about for me. Honesty. You cannot wait. And I and I, you know, I've been lifting and walking and I need to step it up. You know, and this is about 2019 is rebuilding, not from the past, but from the ground up. Rebuilding from the ground up. This is what the show is going to be about. I'm going to call it rebuilding from the ground up. One hamburger at a time, you know, (coughs) but solutions. It's like, okay, I hit a brick wall with that. That brick wall has lasted. It's time to, you know, let it let it flow, you know. Um, yeah, and also always this I always have this need to go out and I do. I don't know how I'm gonna, you know, I wish there were like better places that I could go see live music in town because you can't always drive to you know see Metallica in Sacramento or San Francisco you you just can't. It sucks. and I'm I'm gonna be honest because we're living in a world of honesty. You know, and I have a money candle. I do, and I light it because I want to win money. But I want but not just that. I also light it because I know myself worth. And I want to work hard at money. So winning it, working hard, I would much rather work hard for it. If someone gave me an opportunity, I'm opening doors because it's 2019. Let's open doors, people. What is this attached? Oh, okay. I'm opening doors because I want to, you know, rebuild my best self and keep rebuilding. Because when I first did fitness, I was not satisfied. I kept wanting it to be bigger. I kept wanting it to look perfect, and that's that's what you strive for: is the continuation. You know, it's never it's never good enough, but you keep you can keep climbing up that hill until you feel oh, okay. I keep wanting. Climbing, you know, it's a continuous process. Opening doors, people. You know, I want to do this show. I mean, I don't want to do stand up, but I think I might have to to make some money, you know, some security. But at the same time, you know, it's like, okay, is this show. is this show really a blanket? Is this my Linus blanket? Because I, I so relate to Linus Van Pelton from from uh, Peanuts, Charlie Brown. I really do. I have so many security blankets, it's not even funny. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say this show is a crutch. This, this show has really... It, it takes me back to the days of public speaking, you know? When I was in college and I took a public speech, speaking class... And my professor, who was just so amazing and so cool, too. That's the thing. And I've talked about her many times, how much of the utmost respect I have for her. I also took her because my mother was a professor at this college and I could not take my mother. I could have, but I didn't want to <laughs> because that's just awkward. And I got to take this amazing professor. I'm not going to say her name on here because this is my show. If she wanted to come on, we could talk about the 60s. Great. Um, we were talking about music and things in between. I remember one time I was talking about Clockwork Orange and she says to me, honey, I used to talk like that. I went, oh, that made me want to go out and buy the book. I had seen the movie numerous times. I'm looking at the NASDAQ that she's telling me about and highlighting it in my book. So much so that, um, oh, it was a big pothead um, in college. But I made it. You know, I made it through and I, and I got okay grades. Toward the end, I got better grades because I went off of it. Um, I remember I had a black light in my room and I had a black light poster. Big Jim Morrison black light poster. I'd look at him at night and go to sleep. But also this black light would do things such as when you have a book that's been highlighted by a highlighter, that book glows. It glows. It doesn't blow. It glows. Yes, it glows. And, you know, those are just some of the things I'm multitasking that I want to talk about. But, yeah, we're this is 2019. Yeah, last year was okay, you know. It had its moments. Then I'm starting to analyze things, and I'm looking in the mirror like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, 2017 should have been a wake-up call. When you get on an airplane and the tray table, it's like, oh, God. And you think back, God, if only we had been at this moment when I was, you know, in 2011, when I was just fancy free, you know. <laughs> and depression led to that. Depression, depression is a bitch, I got to tell you. And it's hard to like kind of, oh, second guess yourself. I don't want to do that. It's too hard. That's how I started to think. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong with me? I mean... I used to pride myself and I would work out every day. I would eat right, you know. I would fuck right. And I would go home, you know. Go to work and, you know, have my fun. Afterwards. And I want to get back to that. And, and people say, oh, it doesn't matter how you, what, what, how you weigh That's actually bullshit. It does matter. Because it is a mental fucking thing. It is a mental thing. When you've been there and back... It's a mental thing. I'm gonna tell you. People can write it off and say, "Oh, it's not." You tell it is, uh. and then they realize, "Yeah, it's all in your head." Hello. You know what I mean. So yeah, the doctor's news podcast 2019. It's all about just building, opening doors. It's going to be cold tonight. But those of you who are on the East Coast and in the Midwest, I know. It's colder. I ain't even going to complain, okay? What are these? shortbread? These are for the dogs. Our dogs don't eat that. Um, okay. What do we got here? I could use some tea. I love the Keurig. I got to get... Paid and then I'll get more. That's the thing about this show. We're gonna talk about that. I worked very hard. I worked very hard. And every day I watch that revenue. I watch that okay. The the money is going up, okay. I, I listened to my performance. Where can I make improvements? If I made myself laugh, I good. If I made myself go to sleep, then fuck me. Um I wanna give a shout out to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. They wrote me a very beautiful letter. I'm gonna keep it private because it's for me. It's not for the audience. Um, you know, and it really, it, uh, that letter and then my cousins and then a few of my friends who just love what I'm doing. And it's like, oh my God, you're so hilarious you're so you're so creative in this, you know, and I tell them hey, I trained to be an actor. It didn't happen, you know, uh, I, I think I wanted it, you know, like to say to everyone, "Hey, look at me bitch, look at me you fuckers, but yeah, you know, it didn't work. you know there are people who remain nameless who told me, I'm not gonna say who they are, they wanted to go into acting to tell everyone, hey, fuck you. I did it. And I'm thinking that's not what it's about. It is about creating characters. It's about saying, "Hey, this is not me every day, but it can be on screen." You know? Or as I always likened it to playing dead. You're playing dead. You are not home right now. The character is home. And you got to be careful how you do it cuz then it can be wooden. A good example of this is, look at someone like Angelica Houston, comes from a big film family. A lot of people don't realize, you know, she did not have success right away. Here's what happened. Her father, the late, great John Houston, decided to put her... I think it was about the Hundred Year War or something. It was a movie about lovers. She originally had wanted to do Romeo and Juliet, but instead did her father's movie, which was a learning experience. It opened doors for her. It was a building experience. See where I'm going with this? And her performance was so wooden. Let's just say she could have related to Sofia Coppola, Okay. Um, But that's not why she went into directing. But anyway. Aside from the fact. um, Angelica Houston didn't really act after that for a long time. She did a lot of modeling. She was in a lot of Richard Avedon photos. They looked at her as this Mona Lisa type of character. She started dating Jack Nicholson. She would appear. You know, and do guest spots. Testing the waters with... You know, Laverne and Shirley. Rest in peace, Penny Marshall. And then in the 80s, Angelica decided it's time to come back. And she came back. Her father was gonna do a film. And she thought, okay, you know, now I'm gonna do another film with him. Let's let's see what happens. Print honor. She played this mob daughter. Very, very fascinating. Very, very sensuous. Very, very calculating. And it was as if she had been learning and watching. Hey, when when your boyfriend is Jack Nicholson, you learn a lot about acting. When your father is John Houston, the director and actor, and your brother Tony Houston, come on. You're going to learn. And she learned. She learned a lot. And ended up winning an Academy Award. I'm trying to think, how old was she then? She, I think she was in her 40s when she won for um, Pritzy's Honor. And that shows you, you know, she was not young, young, young. She was um, Angelica Houston. And from there on, built this very illustrious, successful film career. Even became a director. Um, directed Bastard Out of South Carolina. If These Walls Could Talk. I think she, yeah, she did that one. And then, um, Agnes Brown, which she directed. Uh, originally she wanted Rosie O'Donnell to play the character, and Rosie couldn't. My favorite, though, is The Witches. She was playing the Grand High Witch. And it was just crazy. (laughs) And then, you have, um... Morticia Adams in the Adams family, which was so perfect, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. She's looking, think of all the doors that she's opening at the same time. She left Jack Nicholson, who was, you know, a big womanizer and ended up marrying, you know, um, what was his name? He was a sculptor too, Robert Graham, who unfortunately is dead now. And fell deeply in love and married him. So when one door closes, another one opens. I've had to close many doors. New ones are opening. Yesterday I talked about, you know... I hadn't seen that bird in four years. And I remember I went out. And... Should be more than that. And... Um, It was like it was calling to me. It was a beautiful, beautiful moment between me and the bird. This hasn't happened in five years. And I thought, okay. The last time I saw this bo- bird, I was conflicted about things. Now I understand. The bird's telling me, look. I'm giving you some power, okay? I'm going to go fly away because the bird... Those hawks are so beautiful and yet so, um, so, uh, intimidating. And at first I didn't think it was real. I thought, what is that on the line? Oh, that's a hawk. And it wasn't intimidating anymore to me. I thought, whoa, that's beautiful. And I want to take a picture of it and it flew away like it knew my plan right there. It knew... My plan. And so that's what this show is about. Opening doors. Got to close some bad ones, though. (sighs) In a Dr. Zeus podcast, I've been doing this. It's like going to therapy for me. For years, people would say to me, go to therapy. I almost became a shrink. So here I am, you know, when I embraced fitness. Oh, my God. I I was able to do things I never thought I could do, you know, personally and professionally. So, yeah, I want to I want to not get back to that. I want to learn from that and grow, build the mountain because I want to be a fucking mountain. Shit. You know what I mean? So here's 2019 people, you know, and also walking away from things, I've walked away from things before. I may have to do it again. I don't want to, but it's like, hmm. you know, what I'm currently doing, I may have to walk away from it. Because it's just like, it's not fulfilling. I get fear thinking, oh, I have to go back. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. Some more doors need to open, and I need to make them open. I can't just wait around. Oh, they won't hire me because of this. Fuck that. I'm so so done with that thinking. Here's another thing, people. (sighs) I'm going to say this, and this is going to piss some people off. When I left my job in 2016, I had only been there two weeks. I was making a lot of money. I went to another job I was making about minimum wage. But I knew the 90 days, that's when you get the raise. Okay. So, here's the thing. If you're holding it, oh, I don't want that job, it pays less than I made. It's a job. You need to fucking take it. that they are not like potato chips. You have to get the one that, even if you don't like it, you got to capture it. You need money. Now I sound like fucking Susie Orman. You need money, honey, okay? You can't compromise. Get the job, and after the 90 days, you'll get the raise, okay? Yeah. This is Susie Orman. What the fuck do you want, 2019? I've told you bitches, you need to pay yourself first, okay? Bye. That's why we had Suzy Orman on briefly So this is 2019 Let's build and open doors Okay Unpleasant dreams Oh and finally I'm giving a cup of shut the fuck up To this administration Because uh, you need to The wall is not gonna get built You need to stop Holding everyone with their hands tied For your fucking wall It ain't gonna work Elizabeth Oren, Warren release us oh. unpleasant dreams.